Welcome back to Parents vs. Gaming. We are on episode 53? 2? 53? Something like that, 50, yeah. I don't know. We're somewhere in the 50s yeah. now. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Kia, and I am joined by our wonderful other host, James the Third, And we are going to be talking about some things that gaming does to your brain. Yeah, I'm super excited about this. Yes. So I'm seeing excited to see where it goes. As yeah. far as uh, before we get into it, um, I want to tell you about my week, though. Yes, yes. I'm tell very me excited. Week, I know that you're moving. That's probably way more exciting. <laughs> no, tell me. But about I yours. am taking the family to Disneyland. We leave in the morning, so I am super pumped. I cannot wait to get to Disney. I'm super excited. I already look tired. I've already taken some like sleep medicine because we got to fly early. And we're actually yeah. like, we're not just flying in and then doing Disney on Tuesday. We're flying in and we're going straight to the park tomorrow. So Ooh. I want to be awake. I have a two-year-old taking him for the yeah. first time. So he's going to be a handful, I'm sure. But um, I couldn't be excited. Of course, the girls are going and Melena, my wife, is going. So it's a full family vacation. So I'm over the moon, like over the top, super excited about it. And this is your first like... Uh, blended family, right? Like, this is the first time you guys have, like, as a family, get to go on vacation? Yeah, besides, like, the wedding, since the wedding was in Turks, obviously that was kind of, like, but we didn't really... That's not really a vacation. Yeah, because you don't really get going... to hang out. Yeah. Yeah, so this is this is your first, like... Exactly. Combined family vacation. Yeah. This is awesome. So, nervous, anxious, excited, all in one. Yeah. That's so awesome. So, hey, what, what... Is there something that we should ride for you or anyone in your chat? Oh. That they would be like, you have to ride this. I don't know. I like roller coasters. I will ride the Incredicoaster even if I'm by myself. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like, uh, if you haven't been, the Incredicoaster is basically, the way they do it, it's, it's from the Incredibles. And oh, okay. it's kind of like when the Incredibles family first learns that Jack-Jack has powers. Oh, yeah. So the roller coaster <laughs> is actually a story. Oh, it's like a miniature cool. episode of the Incredibles. Oh, that's really awesome. Oh, that's you guys are going to have so much fun. My favorite ride, though, is Pirates of the Caribbean. So that'll be a must probably daily. I've never All three been, days will so be there. I have no yeah. <laughs> what I, I would. Yeah, I would. Be but for me, the most <laughs> the thing I'm excited about the most is uh, when I lived in California, I had a season pass. But uh, Star Wars was Star Wars land. Galaxy's Edge was not built yet. So Ooh. I've never been. So that's where I'm like. Super excited. You're going to go then? Now yeah, yeah. Built? The entire Tuesday is dedicated to Star Wars. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, well, that's exciting. I'm super excited for you. That's going to be so much fun. I hope to see lots and lots of pictures. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. My week will probably not be nearly as exciting. <laughs> well, exciting in a different way, right? <laughs> it'll be, it, yeah, it'll be exciting in a different way. Um, we are going to be moving officially uh, start of this week. Um, this coming week we will be moving. Um, so my streams will be, um, a little wonky. If I stream at all, you'll be lucky this week. <laughs> um, because I have been, um, we're, we're going to be packing. We're going to be moving stuff over to the new house. Um, and I will not be streaming at all come this weekend. It's next weekend because we will not have internet yet. Um, it's not being switched over to the new house until Tuesday of next, uh, not this coming week, but the week after. So the 22nd. Um, but I am thinking I'm going to plan uh, my what uh, comeback stream. And I'm thinking what we're going to do is so many people in my bakery have poured in channel points to do the baking stream. 
and they have been very, very patient with me, and I'm very, very happy that they have been so patient with me. Um, so I'm thinking that's probably what's going to happen. We will do a baking stream as the comeback stream and um, reward the community for being so amazing, and they can finally see my nice little brand new kitchen. <laughs> so I'm excited. See, that's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting, just not as exciting, I guess, to me. I, I'm like, man, I want a family vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you can vicariously live through us. Oh, okay, I'll be stalking your Facebook. <laughs> Updates, where's the pictures? I will, I will definitely post some stuff for sure, absolutely. Okay. I'll try to throw All some right. stuff in the Discord if I can remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so back uh, now that we're, we've updated everybody on our lives... <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> we are going to discuss um, first-person shooters and what they can do to improve your brain. I found the article. Um, I was just kind of like searching for stuff to, because I wasn't sure, because we didn't have a topic tonight, did we? No, <laughs> not was, officially. <laughs> we did Listen, not officially have a topic. <laughs> but this is a we've, good topic, I think. This we've is been important. Both, yes, we've both been very, very busy with our lives, So, um, which we know Everybody should know that that happens. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so I wanted to read a little bit um, about this. Um, so this is, um, can first-person shooters improve your brain? Um, this is by Brandon Scott. This is an older article, um, but I still feel like it, it's pretty valid here. Um, especially for what we always talk about with kids and gaming and stuff like that. And this is basically the science of gaming. Um, so it's play, it says playing defense. For decades now, video game players have had a to defend their passion to the, to the masses, which is very true. Gaming has always been attacked. Oh, yeah, um, all the time. It's always attacked. I mean, it is what it is. Um, so we're constantly, as gamers, are always having to defend why it's okay to game. <laughs> Um, in fact, I can't think of another popular pastime that carries with it so many negative stigmas. I remember growing up in the 90s, an era in which most adults thought games were the digital equivalent of candy. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Rotting your brain from the inside out and having to fight tooth and nail to be taken seriously, which is very true. I, I very much remember my mother. Oh, 100%. Yeah, to us. absolutely. My dad never did, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he was my a gamer, mother. <laughs> yeah, my dad was a gamer, so it was completely different. But my mother was not a big gamer, and she very much was like that. Um, so, yeah. Um, as the medium grows, the average age of gamers uh, matures. It's currently up to 33. <laughs> that was back in uh, 2017 was when the... Hey, I'm 41, so I'm trying to help that out. That's, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, acceptance is slowly rolling through the non-gaming population. Now, by utilizing emerging technologies to map brain activity more accurately, scientists are fully validating what many of us have known for a long, long time. Gaming is not inherently bad for you. The kicker? Some of the genres most rivaled by anti-gaming activists are actually improve, act, may actually improve parts of the brain in a myriad of important ways. Um, so they go on to say that it's not the content, it's just how we process it. Um, so, uh, let's see, it says, um, this was, uh, this person came across a talk by Daphne 
Belvier? Bevelier? Bevelier? Bevelier. Yeah, um, it, there's yeah, a TED I Talk apologize. on here. Yeah, TED Talk <laughs> on here from um, uh, Dr. Daphne Bevelier. Mm-hmm. And basically, she is talking about, she's debunking the common myths about gaming. The entire TED yeah. Talk is about the myths and gaming. Uh, your eye, It's bad for your eyesight. It's bad for your brain. It's all this. And in fact, she basically uses, uses scientific data and she proves that, like, gamers usually have better eyesight than most people because they're used to tracking multiple things. So their yes. eyesight is, is typically better than the average mm-hmm. person. Um, mm-hmm. it, she said that does gaming lead to a shortened attention span? No. In fact, gamers who indulge in certain action titles experience positive changes in their parietal lobe, frontal lobe, and interior cingulate, which allow them to interpret complex visual information more efficiently. So gaming almost improves them because they're, which, which makes sense to me because you play like one of the reasons I don't like playing apex is, is, is this hard for me? Right. But for the top apex shooters, the moment they see another team, they're already processing where they are on the map, the quickest way to get to each other, the quickest way to retreat, and also, they already know the powers and abilities by the other team because they recognize what character they are. Yes. They're processing cost- all of that at the same yes. time. Yeah. Like, that's uh, I, it's too much for me. Yeah, see, when I see another team, I try to pinpoint who, what they, who they have on their team, um, how many team members I can see, where, they're, where each of them are at, whether they're separated or if they're close. Like, it's a process. It's not something you just instantaneously go see a team and you just start shooting at them. Like there's more to it that goes through your head. And I know some people that may not game. <laughs> some people. <laughs> Adzi. <laughs> You're, and we're both potatoes at this game. But <laughs> Hey, we um, said it gives you better eyesight processing. We didn't say anything about the skill level in the game. Exactly. Right. <laughs> we can process stuff. Um, we can process stuff pretty quickly. Um, but it's just, it's, there's so much that goes through. Thank you, buddy. Uh, There's so much (laughs) that goes through your head in the process of just pointing and clicking, you know, like there's more to it. And I, I think that's something that's most people just assume you're playing a shooter game. Oh, you just point and click. No, there's a lot more to it. Even in call of duty, there is a lot more than just pointing and clicking. (laughs) Yeah, that's very, it's, it's a lot of, uh, information that comes into that. Um, I like at the end, it says that, uh, the, the guy that wrote the article, what I've realized during my 30, 30 odd years as a gamer is that people love to make blanket judgments on the medium. I think people just like to make blanket judgments in general. It's probably an easier worldview to hold. That being said, it's never quite so black and white. And Dr. Beverly admits that herself binging is bad with anything, even Netflix, the positive impacts of shooters on brain function are just that. They don't and shouldn't account for the negative impacts on of content. Does shooting digital people mindlessly for hours on end have an impact on how we process violence or how we experience empathy? I have no idea. Hopefully there is a study being done on that right now. What yeah. this talk does show is that video games are not candy. They are not inherently, as a medium, bad for you. More than that, they may actually be able to rearrange our neural pathways, helping us become more efficient and aware. And and that's kind of what we want people to take this take out of this, right? And especially yes. some of the parents that are listening to this for their kids, and they're kind of like, maybe they, they, they dabble into our podcast a little bit, and they just want to know, okay, am, am I crazy for thinking that, that gaming is bad for my kid? Am I okay if I let my kid game? 
and we've talked about this time and time again, even when Jay was on the show, um, Jordan was on the show. Do I want my eight-year-old playing video games for nine hours a day, four days a week, four or five? No, that's not what we're saying. But to play a couple of hours here or there, maybe Mm -hmm. 10 to 15 hours total throughout the week, is that going to hurt them? No. I mean, if they're 10 to 15 hours is in one session, probably not the best idea. But (laughs) sparingly throughout time. Uh, just their motor skills, what, what they see, any kind of game to my, in my opinion, can really, really improve some of those things. I, I agree with that. Um, it helps that. And there's like, so my son, he loves, we all know I'm gaming, my husband games. So he has two gaming parents. So we, we know about gaming and we allow him to game. We've allowed him to game since he was very, very young. Um, but he will take a puzzle game that you could probably give a normal adult and they would probably struggle a little bit. They would probably eventually get it, but they would struggle and he can just figure it out. No problem. He's very good with the puzzle game. So I feel like that also helps with them problem solving. So I feel like gaming is a good source of teaching, but in moderation, just like with anything else. It's it's in moderation. Yeah, exactly. You know, know, what's funny is, is you sent me three articles today, and they're all by Brandon Scott. They they are all by him, and that's why I sent them because I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually really good. This like, guy I is on one. Like he them. even talks another one. There's another article. We'll put all these links in in the description as yes. well if you want to dive into these articles yourself and see the TED Talk video. But there's another one that talks about um, uh, new study shows gaming's impact on the brain. And it uses a lot of words to describe their brain that I don't even want to attempt to kind of read through because they're absolutely ridiculous. But essentially, what he says. This particular study says gamers who played 3D platformers actually experienced an increase in gray matter and brain growth, meaning that 3D platformers were growing, and this is for kids too, was was yes. growing their brain. Because yeah. it is true, we, we talk about we don't use our full brain. No one ever uses no, no one their ever does. full extent. But this was like growing the area. Uh, kids that were playing 3D platformers over a certain time versus kids that weren't it was growing their brain. They were using more of their brain and it made them smarter. And, and I'm sure small ways, I'm sure we're talking minor percentages here. It, it doesn't yeah. go into a lot of the study. There's a full case study you can click on and look into that. But uh, it, it, it also kind of talks about that. It, this one's a little bit talking about playing different diverse games, like not just first person shooters, not just. Yes you know, platformers kind of mixing them up because you use different parts of your brain. Yeah. There's another one um, about uh, what did he call it? Like a sandbox. Um, Three ways. Sandbox gaming, Uh, like a Minecraft. Importance of the digital sandbox game. Yes. And um, he even goes on to say about that. Like um, there's more than, so a lot of people, when they hear that sandbox game, they like automatically think of Minecraft, right? Because it's one of the biggest, sandbox games there is but there are other sandbox games on there and he even lists a few of them um so it's definitely worth looking into um and like james said we'll attach all the <laughs> all the little articles so yeah. you guys can go and clear the links and so you can click <clears throat> on and dive into it um as he says he encourages encourages connor to game if he wants to it gives him great stress relief from school and homework and just life in general Yes. <laughs> there's another, we have there's talked another, about that before. Yeah, exactly. And there's another small little topic on here, which I thought, you know what? We're not going to dive too deep into this because this could be an entire podcast, in my opinion. But it talks about group gaming can turn kids into teachers. 
Oh and yes, I did see yeah, that too. So yeah. So I think we're gonna say we're. we're it's in the article. There's a little talk on it, but that's something we would, I think Key and I would both love. We talk about the social aspect of gaming and yes. breaking it down into how it like it can turn kids into teachers. Basically, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is as a kid gets good at a game, like if one of Kane, if Kane makes a friend and that parent decides that their friend can play Apex with Kane and it's just the two of them mm-hmm. and that other kid's never played, what's Kane going to spend the entire time doing? He's going to be him. teaching the other kid. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What well, in the video game world? A lot of times you're referred to as a Sherpa, especially in like the games like Destiny mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, Destiny and and stuff there like that, are yeah. some people that build an entire career out of Sherpa, like being a Sherpa yes. for gaming. Yes. Like a financial career out of out of it. So, um, and not only that, maybe they realize that they like teaching. Maybe they become a, a game developer, designer, or something like that. Art. Maybe their passion is is art and they would have just they liked being an artist but now because they realize that they like helping other kids as they're growing up or other people their age maybe thought oh maybe i want to be an art teacher so maybe it has nothing to do with the game i think it just teach them so that's something we'll dive into in a later in a later subject but for sure as far as as far as the brain let's let's stick on this yes what is your overall opinion overall opinion i definitely believe that it does help um, it does help them grow in different aspects of their brain and not just staying, like you said, a lot of times, most people only use one part of their brain. It's, it's study. It's been shown, it's been proven multiple times over and over again. They've had multiple studies done that, you know, most of the time people only use one side of their brain and they don't use the other side. Hardly ever. <laughs> so it's either you use one side or the other. Yeah. And I feel like with this, it kind of gives them that ability to to use both sides and grow it a little bit better. And to me, that helps make them smarter. And I feel like that's a good thing because you want your kid to be smart. You want your kid to you want your kid to surpass you. Like yeah, you exactly. want that. Mm-hmm, and so it's like, why hinder that if you can? if there's something out there that will actually help them do that. Anything from your chat there? Yeah. As he just said, yeah, Connor teaches me all the new stuff that comes to Fortnite, and he does it really well with great descriptions. Yes. Yeah. So Adzi's son is a year older than Kane um, and he plays Fortnite. And so he drags Adzi along with him (laughs) (laughs) and they play Fortnite together. Anything that works the brain in different ways can only be a benefit. I agree. Um, in moderation, of course, as always, it is definitely in moderation. But I feel like that's definitely a good way for if you're looking to try to help your child, maybe they're struggling a little bit, maybe looking for stuff like that that can help improve and let them use more than just a little bit of their brain. Let them start using more of it. And for those out there that it's like, oh, so now you're encouraging my kid to play Call of Duty or Apex Legends or Halo. It's not necessarily what we're saying. <laughs> there are no. definitely um, Plants vs. Zombies is a yeah. kid's oh, like shooter. Plants vs. Yeah, Zombies. it's amazing. He uh, it. If you have a Nintendo Switch, there's Splatoon, which is wildly popular, which is a yeah. bit of a shooter, which is like, uh, have you ever played Splatoon? Kier, do you know anything about it? No, I haven't. No. So from what I understand, I, I haven't got to play it, but I've seen some people play it. You're basically you have like a your gun is like a spray gun, like a paint gun. And your the whole yeah, concept yeah, yeah. Okay. is like to paint the map your team's yes. color before yeah, the I've timer runs out. For but you can it. also I've like seen... paint the other players and it's it like yeah. 
kills them. And it's not, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the technical term is in, in that, but it, it like takes yeah. them out of the game for a little bit, and then they can come back. So you eliminate their players while you're painting the map. So it's very, it's extremely all about coloring, which yeah. is, which is pretty cool. But the movement and the way the game plays is, is really good, actually. So the Nintendo characters in that are, are wildly popular. So there's all kinds of things for kids. And we also talked about um, sandbox games like Minecraft, obviously, is always going to come up there. Roblox yes, is a big Roblox. one. Uh, yeah. And then, um, of course, any, any type of, yeah, <laughs> any type of platformers. <laughs> yeah, Ro Roblox is weird to me. Roblox can, can get... It's extremely weird. weird and with yeah i try to keep an eye on kane when he's playing it because it does have like there's a lot of mods there's a lot of different things that you can do it's not closed modes, off like minecraft not, can yeah, be yeah right? it's yeah. not closed off um it's very much it is on online so it's one of those you definitely want to monitor um but there are other ones and like i said we'll list the article for you guys and in that article it does actually he does list a couple of the games that are good sandbox games that they yeah. can get into um and that kind of helps with the cre the creativity side the side that uh, most people actually don't use <laughs> unless yeah, they're artists true. um so i think it's a it would definitely be beneficial for people to look into if they're looking for something for their child to kind of help so well i think that takes us to the end of the episode i, I think know, it's a short it's actually a pretty short one but i think it's I a think short it was episode very very informative yeah i enjoyed it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like like i said this is you're gonna start getting a lot more content from us like this where there could be anywhere from a 20 minute episode to a 45 minute episode depending on what we yeah. get into we want to keep them short we want to have stay on kind of one main focal point and that way, you guys, as listeners, you have time to listen every week, and it doesn't take much time out of your day. So with that being said, unless you have anything to add, Kia, I think we might sign this off, huh? Yeah, I don't I don't have anything else to add. That's pretty much it. I mean, we'll definitely be diving more into those articles later, I'm sure. All right. So if you are listening on a podcast platform, we would love, love, love if you like and download the episode. Uh, downloading is super important for how stats track. Uh, if you're looking on YouTube, any kind of like or comments, and even comments on, on the audio platforms, they help us so much. They get us recognized. They put us in the algorithm. Uh, we've got one review, I think, on Apple Podcasts. So we would love for some people, <coughs> Adzi, uh, to jump in and maybe leave a review somewhere on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Any of that, like I said, it definitely helps. We love that you guys are here for the journey with us. Kia, thank you so much for continuing the show with me and have a great week moving. I will send and post many photos from Disneyland. I'm super excited. As long as you continue to post the photos of moving into the house. So Yes, yes, I will. So I'm I'm excited for you. I'm excited for myself. Lots of new things are happening for both of us. So it's really nice. And the next time you're on the we have a podcast episode when we're live, you'll be on your new mic. So this will be in December when we go live again. But again, every yes. Monday we will have an episode. But Kia will have a microphone set up. Yes, I will. So, so, yeah, I'll have a whole different setup. We'll be in a different room. So, yeah, yeah I love it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what it looks like. Yeah. So with all that, video games, your brain, they help. Mm -hmm. Stop they freaking out, people. They're not going to ruin <laughs> your kid's brain. Like, like Brandon Scott said, it's not candy. It's not going to rot your brain out. Exactly. So we hope you guys have a great rest of the week. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.